Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Luca. This is one of the two new Pixar films, and this is the one that piqued my interest, so this is what we're going with. <laughs> it looked like a movie about monsters trying to blend into the real world, and I, um, if you've listened to a few of my reviews, you probably know that I have a soft spot for monster films, so a, a kid's version of it was like, hmm, I will give it a shot. I like the creature from the Black Lagoon, and it is obviously inspired from it, so wanted to give it a watch. Well, it is that story, but it also isn't. They do have to hide who they are for most of the movie, but their goal isn't to become human and be involved with them, it's to get a Vespa. They're trying to win a triathlon that will give them prize money for that scooter. They just want to, they want to get one so they can travel around the world because they feel as though they're just misfits in, at home and family. So they want to, you know, get the scooter, who is, in their mind, man's greatest creation, being as though that's all they really know about humanity. Um, and want to ride it around the world and, you know, discover all the, the, the starfish and the, and the moonfish, because they believe that the stars and the moon are fishes up in the sky and that, if they fly high enough on a ramp on a scooter, they can touch them. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think it's a pretty nice, cute movie. Uh, very easy to watch. I love how it's just adventure between friends with simple goals, and it doesn't need to be some huge character study. I appreciate these, times, these types of movies, and they can be more relatable than some of those ones. Having a movie about a childhood friend and learning how to stay friends and also growing apart in the sense that you're becoming your own identity and you're not just two kids. Um, at the end of the movie, Luca is very much interested in the outside world and wanting to learn about his place in the universe because, I mean, when you live on the water, you can only get so much. I mean, he probably knows more about like the ocean than we do, but in terms of like what it's like to land, that like the way the planet is, how to learn about all the stuff that involves like space... Um, kind of limited from the water, especially with how he runs his life. He's a, he's an underwater farmer. He has sheep fish. Uh, they're just normal fish, but they sound like sheep, and it's pretty funny. I will, I'll give him that. Watching fish um, go, bah! It's pretty funny. Um, maybe now it sounds funny right now, but, you know, if you watch a movie, I guarantee you'll give it a chuckle. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really enjoy how uh, it's just a simple story about simple children. Wanting simple things. Being as though as a kid, I can tell you a lot of stuff that happens in Pixar films. Uh, not that relatable. Uh, majority of the time. Most of the time it's more for adults. It's more of an adult story. Which sometimes works really well. I mean, you got like Incredibles and Ratatouille. Great examples of animation movies that are mainly adult stories. So, But this one's definitely for kids. And I can appreciate it for what it is. The animation is beautiful, and I love the color palette, especially for the sea monsters. A lot of blues, greens, and purples. Uh, those colors being some of my favorites, so seeing them all aquatic, and they have like uh, an acrylic style to them. They have like a watercolor type stuff, and I, I really enjoy it, and I think it looks really cool, especially when the contrast to their yellow and red eyes. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that part of the movie. They, the music is also great. Fitting the period, uh, 1950s Italy, uh, shortly after World War II, um, and I'll explain why that's important later. I also think the character designs, character designs perfectly fit 
the style of the story. Um, yeah, it's just, it's got that vibe. It just works really well, um, especially with the color palette. That animation works really well. This film is just great and enjoyable to look at. And I really enjoy animation that's like just is pleasing to the eye. It's if you watch animation and it looks like shit, it's really hard to get through. Like a lot of CGI anime looks god awful and it makes it hard for me to even want to watch any modern anime cuz most modern anime has CGI in it at, at least some point and I'm like I want to turn this off now. <laughs> uh, the voice acting is great. Um, and is a great example for child actors. Uh, the, child, the child characters are all voiced by kids uh, instead of women voicing them. Uh, in case you didn't know this, majority of the time when, you, when there's a kid character in animation, it's usually a woman. Like Naruto, voiced by a red-headed short woman. She, yeah. <laughs> uh, in case you didn't know that, look it up. But yeah, it's pretty funny sometimes to see the people who voice like famous kid characters. Um, I mean, they make that a joke in the Japanese version of Dragon Ball. Uh, the female voice actor, the voice kid Goku, they had her stay through all the, up until Super. It, that's pretty funny to me. Um, not how I usually watch it. I usually watch in the dub. I know Blasphemy, you're not supposed to watch anime and dub. But uh, I do enjoy that joke that it's just Goku like powering up to fight across the universe with a female voice actor. Hilarious to me. But yeah, it's a great example. Jim Gaffigan and Maya, Maya Rudolph voicing the parents of Luca being great fits for their roles. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, who's usually a stand-up comedian, uh, he just kind of has that, like, dad quality to him. He's just kind of like, when you look at him, you're like, that's a dad. That's the guy that, you know, you see at barbecues and stuff, or, like, you know, he wears, like, sandals on socks, and he's wearing those cargo shorts, or the dad. Uh, pretty enjoyable. Find him hilarious. And then Maya Rudolph, um, who's super famous from SNL, grown-ups, all those types of movies does a lot on the Adam Sandler stuff, Chris Rock, all that stuff. Um, Voice of the Mom very much has that mom attitude. Uh, watching this it greatly reminded me of my mother and my aunts. It's uh, <laughs> just the way they are, like, Luca, like the way uh, they are, they parent. <laughs> just reminded me of my relatives. Uh, I also love Sasha Barrett Cohen's cameo as Uncle Ugo, or Ugo, I, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. But yeah, he, he's like this bottom feeder. Uh, it's pretty funny. He just has a, he has like a bit cameo, but he's like one of the funniest characters in the movie. So I kind of wish he stuck around. But, you know, at the same time, you can, sometimes it just can be too much of a good thing. Uh, my favorite fact from this movie is how the father of the girl that they befriend has one arm <laughs> because he couldn't fight a World War II. So they, they had to find a reason for him not to fight for Mussolini. And again, he was born with one arm. And he's a fisherman and he's obsessed with killing monsters. But to me, that's really funny that Pixar was like, shit, how do we make sure that he couldn't have fought for fascists because the settings in 1950s Italy. He's got one arm. Can't fight for the military. He's got one arm. Uh, that's just, that's super funny to me, because, to be honest, I never would have thought about that unless it was brought up. I'm like, oh yeah, he would have fought for him in World War II. Wouldn't have thought about it, but I guess too many people were like, uh, what if he's a fascist? And they were like, shit! And then they fixed that. <laughs> to me, it's super funny. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's my favorite character in the movie. The dad, hilarious. Um, I enjoy him. He's very much on the same lines as the dad. Clowning a chance of meatballs. I just love like giant burly characters in movies that don't talk much. It's just their eyebrows are so bushy and big they cover their eyes. 
just a mustache and they're huge and they're like most of their dialogue is mm, or just grunts <laughs> or like mm. I, I don't know it's just I have a soft spot for them maybe that's why I like Mad Max so much The Fury Road because it's mainly just point grunt maybe that's also why I like Geralt from The Witcher I don't know maybe there's something there to that but uh, yeah he's hilarious and I love him I also love his cat this cat just does not trust any of the sea monsters. Just keeps attacking me. He's like, and then fucking the claw of the shit out of his face uh, multiple times. It's funny. They only befriend him until they accidentally throw him in the water and feed him fish. Uh, but yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. It's a cute little movie um, about sea monsters learning how to, you know, appreciate who they are and accept who they are and being able to find themselves in society. Uh, but yeah, overall, I do really enjoy it. Uh, I'd give this movie a 7 out of 10. Now, I, I know I just spent this whole time talking about how great Luke is, but there are a few things that bring it down to the 7 for me. I was kind of teetering on giving it an 8 until other parts start to come up. I think there's an unneeded rift between the two main characters, Alberto and Luca. I didn't think they... Because he befriends the girl, they start to get closer as friends. He then is like, then you can't be friends with me. It's like, Why? There's no real reason for it because it isn't like Alberto's also getting closer to her dad. So it's not like the relationships, like he's just being left out of everything. No, he's helping the dad more. And then while they're by themselves, they're just reading books about the universe. And I guess because he doesn't just take anything Alberto says for verbatim, it means he doesn't want to be his friend anymore. I don't know. I just didn't buy that as much. And that's what really was like, okay, this is a stupid conflict. Also, um, this is one last positive I wanted to mention before I wrap this review up. I actually enjoy the villain. I love how I like villains that are just dicks. All right. You don't need to have a sympathetic villain for every goddamn movie in modern media. Sometimes people are just bad. Yeah. I want you to think about this. Okay. I want you to, this is what I mainly want to take. want you to take away from this review. All right, in this section of it, I want you to honestly think about the people in your life. Sometimes people are just dicks. Some people just have that in them to be an asshole. So I would like some more modern movies to re remember that when they're making villains. Sometimes bad guys are bad. And there isn't some sort of stupid thing that was like, well, when I was a kid, my dad kicked all my puppies, so now I'm evil. Like, sometimes people are just dicks. And I'm glad they just went full-on force with this. Bad guy's bad. He's a dick, he's an asshole, and he's just a prick the whole time. That's what I wanted. And, uh, yeah, and that's my TED Talk. <laughs> so, I hope you enjoyed today's review. If you enjoyed this review, I have plenty others uh, to review and look, go look at. Um, I got a hundred other ones to be exact. Um, so yeah, let's get this next hundred, man. I, I just, I'd like to get to 200 reviews. I'd like to just do another one, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to reach out to me, I have an Instagram page, Dr. Progress Movie Reviews. Post stuff you wouldn't necessarily talk about here. Video games, other pop culture, stand-up comedy, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily give a review to due to how subjective they can be. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And please, stick around and help support this channel by maybe thinking about looking at my sponsor today, Viking Fitness. And let's get this season 11 started, baby. Woohoo!
If the last two years have taught us anything, it's the importance of health. Being physically fit is key in overall health. Regular exercise and smart eating build the framework for a strong body with a powerful immune system. Now is the time. Viking Fitness can show you the way to a fit and healthy body. No gimmicks and no crash diets. Your custom designed fitness plan is based on science and good old fashioned hard work. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603 today for a free consultation. Mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your custom plan. Pure results, no bullshit. VikingFitnessNH.com. Thank you.